Right now, it's time to answer some Hey Joe questions. Joe cracked the door. All right, hey, Joe, brought to you by Oak City Sports Cards, oakcitycards.com. First one comes from Bennett. Hey, Joe, after the success of the stadium series and just everything going on with the Canes right now, should I be concerned with the trade deadline ruining the vibes if someone gets moved? Mm. It doesn't look like they really want to move anybody. I mean, I don't know. Look, I I don't view Rod Burnamore as an NFL smoke and mirrors guy when it comes to the draft. I mean, when they say they like this group and they've seen the ups and downs of it all so far, that they like this group, they might not make a crazy move at the deadline. I know what Craig Smith is the latest name that folks are obsessing over ahead of the trade deadline, um, but something to keep an eye on. I know people like don't touch the baby of the year, Seth Jarvis, but he might be their best asset. The problem is they're, they're blazing hot yes. right now. Yes. So it's almost like how do you do anything when you're winning 13 of 15 games. Because it's not about now. I get that, but it's difficult to divorce no, yourself I, I, from what's actually happening right now. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying it's something to consider. I mean, look, we you were on the, the Panthers like, oh, my goodness, look how right. hot the Panthers are. You're right. And they, and, then, and they made a move. Yeah. And it didn't work. Well, yeah. it did it not work or did they just run into they Vasilevsky? Did, did, right. I mean, I mean, and that's the other thing. Those about, are the kind of things in hockey, too. We, I mean, we sit here and we talk about bracket luck in the NCAA tournament, but you know what? You know what's actually even crazier than the NCAA tournament? Yes. The NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. So, you know, it's a random chaos machine in the NHL playoffs. So, I, I, I can see it both ways, and that's why I wanted to ask Brendan Moore about, you know, the psychology of, all right, still making a move to indicate we're in on this. And, you know, there are parallels to, to bringing on Mark Recchi because of the Eric Cole injury. Yeah. But as Rod told us, and the one thing that we tend to forget, well, they had Cole and he was an integral part to their success. And then they missed him. Whereas Pacioretty, they had, what, six games with yeah. him? It's so. almost like with Natchez and Jarvis and Coach Kinyemi. You know, these were guys they were counting on to step up this year. And they have. They have. So it's almost like though they're elevation feels like an acquisition, particularly Natchez, compared to what he did last year. Mm -hmm. It's almost like making a move. Next up. Whoa. From Grayson, hey, Joe, how do you think Sidney Lowe will be received tonight for the 40th anniversary of the 1983 state team? I sure hope he gets treated better than Jason Capel. Uh, yeah, he, he's not with an opposing team, number one. So that that's a great start. No, yeah. I mean, listen, Sidney Lowe's uh, beloved, as well he should be. And, you know, his tenure as the head coach didn't go the way that anybody wanted, including Sidney Lowe. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't detract from his contributions to NC State. Yeah, I, I think the context around Sidney Lowe is also important. I mean, I don't think I'm saying anything that would insult Sidney Lowe, but he was not the top choice to be the head coach of the Wolfpack during that coaching oh, he's, he's had a long career in the NBA. He's still yeah. an assistant. He's still with assistant. Cleveland right now. They're having tremendous success. Mm -hmm. Had a chance to catch up with them, talk to him a little bit about that team and, you know, just where they're on the East right now in the, in the fourth spot. And, you know, I mean, he's a lifer. He's a yeah. lifer. So he, yeah. he came back because, in part, because Lee Fowler had gone through, you know, five, six people in that search when Herb Sendek had left on April 1st, 2006. And he, quite frankly, had to finish his uh, degree mm -hmm. in order to be a coach. So, the look, dumbest of rules, by look, the way. Look, I mean, he, he, nobody will be. No one will. Even when he was, even when State was struggling, nobody booed Sidney nah, Lowe. Come nah, on. Nah. Next up. Yeah. 
From Mark, hey Joe, in your opinion, what's the most compelling storyline of the 2023 NFL offseason? <laughs> Lamar Jackson. I was going to say it's Lamar Jackson. It's, Lamar it's Jackson. definitely not uh, Tom Brady. It's definitely not Aaron Rodgers. Nah. But I am legitimately interested because it does feel like they've already – it already feels like the bridges burned between Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. If they were going to work out a deal, they would have done it last year. Yeah. They wouldn't have made him play for basically and, and risk his future. I feel like just by John Harbaugh's comments at the end of the year, it felt like he thought Lamar was either embellishing the injury or capable of playing and refused to because of the contract situation. And again, if they wanted to make a deal with Lamar Jackson, they would have already done it. Yeah, I think what they're hoping is that they could get C.J. Stroud. That that's what I think they're hoping they could get one of these quarterbacks in the draft that one of the teams in the top ten, whether it's the Falcons or the Panthers, maybe even the Bears, will make a move and make a trade with them, and they'll be they won't have to pay Jackson the money that is coming to him. Uh, quite frankly, that's what I think they want to do. Next up. How you doing? From Travis at WFNZ. Hey, Joe, I'm under fire for putting chips on my sandwich. This is an issue, or am I safe here? I don't view this as an issue. I've, yeah, potato chips on a sandwich is, is actually kind of, it's kind of fun. Adds a little texture. Crunch. Yeah. A little crunch and a texture to it. I'm with it. I uh, prefer potato salad mm. to potato chips. Oh, but Okay. Nice yeah, potato I mean, look, salad on a turkey. I, mm. I, I mean, I, I had my sad, my sad sandwich at, at my cubicle today. You know, usually it's a, it's either a chicken or a turkey from Wegman's turkey off the bone. Shout out to the deli department at Wegman's. Um, I usually go turkey off the bone, some fancy cheese, uh, guac, or avocado spread. Wow, and then some say, lettuce. It's very millennial of you. I love guacamole, man. And or just avocado. Did you spread. toast the bread too? I or? did toast the bread. Yeah. See, a little salad, you know, a little uh, little romaine on top of that. But the problem is the romaine gets a little soggy by the time I get it sure. to my cubicle and I have it for lunch. So I, yeah, if you want a little crunch, put some potato chips. You, different flavor profiles too. A little sour cream and onion. Who's who's food shaming, Travis? I mean, Charlotte's a little bit different, man. Yeah, Charlotte's a little bit different. But yeah, no, don't. don't it's more, people... That's more appropriate than they've got a lot. Yeah, Charlotte's yeah. a bit different. It's a bit, yes. They're wired differently in Charlotte. So, yeah, man, if you want to put potato chips on your sandwich, knock it out. What's actually pretty good is peanut butter and jelly oh, and no. chips. No, seriously. You put, like, some ruffles on that, just plain ruffles on that, it adds a little... say not the sour cream. No, 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 no. Might as well put toothpaste and orange juice together. My point is <laughs> the, the saltiness of the chip goes really, really well and plays off nicely with the sweetness of peanut butter and jelly is all I'm saying. A little salty sweet there. All right, next up. I got a proposition for you. From Dimitri, hey, Joe, the container store or Bed Bath & Beyond? This answer is easy. Oh, it's Bed Bath & Beyond. No. No, here's why. Here's what is why, the Dennis. container store? Oh, have, you, have, you, have you never been to the container store? No. There's one off of Glenwood across from the mall. We were I actually love here, the we were, container store. Okay, so I, I like the container store, too. Don't get me wrong, but here's my issue every single time I walk into the container store. I feel worse about myself when I'm in there because I go, man, I'm an unorganized freaking mess. Imagine all the things I could do with these shoeboxes. And look what I could do with this. Con- oh, yeah, I'm going to get completely. Look what they did with their garage. I don't even have a garage. But look what I could do with it. And all the ways in which they organize makes me feel like a terrible person because I am just not, not organized. Like, oh, wow. 
they have like a like a jeans box and they neatly fold their jeans and they put them in a box and they put them away. You know what I do with my jeans? I just kind of like pile them on top of the other jeans I've worn and I shove them somewhere in my closet. So that's the problem with the container store. It's incredibly useful and I've gotten a lot of things from there, but I feel like I am less of a person because I'm not as organized as their little displays make it out to be. Like anytime I get uh, like a California closets mailer or whoever the closets by design or whoever it is, and I'm like, oh wow, look what they did to their closet. Apparently, you're searching different things I online than I am. I wouldn't. Yeah, I know you're. You're you're like in middle school still. Now, just just do it on the LTE. Don't do it on the company Wi-Fi. <laughs> and the, with Beth Bath Beyond, you get variety. You don't know what you're getting at Bed Bath & Beyond, man. You can walk into Bed Bath & Beyond looking for something. Next thing you know, you're walking out of there with vinyl or, okay. or flavored coffee. Or flavored coffee. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, you go to Bed Bath & Beyond thinking, all right, I'm going to get some. Uh, I'm gonna get myself a new shower rack. And then you walk out with Taylor's. Board, yeah. You, you walk out with Taylor Swift's latest, some coffee. And then, yeah, like a cutting board. Oh, and maybe like a, like a, a dancing Christmas tree on clearance. That, I mean, Bed Bath & Beyond hits. Just saying. There right. for the bath mats? Yeah, next up. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so. All right, last one comes from Ken. Hey, Joe, did you get did you get chat GPT to write that country rap track that's going viral? <laughs> uh, okay, can we play a snippet of this country rap track that's going viral? Okay. I had to clean it up. Yeah, it is what it is. Cuffs on my beans, wearing these jeans. Roadside go balls, SEC. SEC. Got fish by water. Fried chicken. Can't have biscuits. Summer. Smoke briskets. I mean, that touch, touch them There's all. Touch a, them all. There are some big vibes. Chat GPT vibes there. Like most country songs oh like ow. most country songs i'm just saying you like yesterday you went on this rant about you know what your kids are listening to yeah. rap wise yeah yeah man the, word can, play. can we can, can we mix it up can we can, can we mix it up a country do we have to reference a body of water do we have to reference fried chicken i mean shout out to the cathead biscuit thrown in there i like that that's southern but oh, we're referencing Whiskey, feeling good. Definitely, whiskey's yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer, yeah. cold beer. Touch them all, man. Touch them all. Bingo. Jillio caught up with Derek Wittenberg and asked him a very important question <laughs> as we are celebrating the 1983 team again. Next. All right. So tonight, PNC Arena, NC State second on Wake Forest. Clock tip. That's that's late. That's late. Past my bedtime. So, um, but I'll be there. It's a year that ends in three, which means odd numbered years are good, and years that end in three are even better. Yep, yep. So, what does that mean? The eighty-three teams getting honored again, isn't Definitely it? Definitely getting honored. Forty years, um, thirty years for the V Foundation. Mm-hmm. Ten years. Can you believe this now? Ten years since Surviving Advance was released. Has it been that long? Yes. That's crazy. Here's your conversation with Derek Wittenberg. A serious question for you. Do you ever get tired of telling the story? How can you? Why would you? Right? It's a special story. Yeah. Uh, it's a story of persevering. It's a story of triumph. 
determination, uh, uh, a story of dreams and visions and a team that nobody thought could, would be where we were 40 years ago. And uh, since that's happened, I believe that uh, I've talked to somebody about that every day of my life since then. So I can get tired of something and be a part of something special like that. How long, when you guys sit down today, will it take for you to have to make your case once again that it was a pass? <laughs> once a pass, always a pass. <laughs> uh, special moment, uh, historical moment. Yeah. Not that everybody knew we were the first team to win the championship for Nike. Okay. We were the first team to uh, win a championship with all black starting five in the ACC. And it's the first game in the history of college basketball that both starting fives in the championship game had all black starting five. So it was historical about being Black History Month. That team was all of that and more in terms of what we accomplished because uh, people looked at that team in terms of, you know, the, the, the people that reached out to us about, you know, cancer patients and people that, that, that needed hope. I think that team and that journey and Jim's leadership uh, really people gravitate to that. And that's what made it special. You were obviously so involved in the 30 for 30 and it was such a great success. And I thought it was a, a wonderful way to introduce an entire new generation to the story i i feel like for me all i all i've gotten to cover for for your team was lorenzo's funeral and then to have the 30 for 30 it felt almost healing because it correct me if i'm wrong it feels like you guys weren't able to get together that often before lorenzo's funeral and before the 30 for 30 the premise well, you weren't getting it together as often as you would have liked. Well, the premise say. for getting together is that when I went to Ed McLean's funeral mm-hmm. and Lorenzo and some of the guys were around, and I said, guys, we better start getting together or we'll be getting together at funerals. And uh, two weeks later, Lorenzo dies in a busing accident. So that was a wake-up call that, yes, we did something special, but, you know, guys, we, we're getting to the age where we, we better be linking up to each other and, and sharing special moments and we're not getting any younger and I really that, that was the beginning how often do you watch the 30 for 30 uh, it's not that I watch it that much is that I obviously if it ever comes on or somebody across the country has either watch it or reference it or yeah. emails me or send me something so like yes yeah, it seems like I'm watching it every day but I get Things in the mail, uh, people send me stuff about 83 Championship. Uh, they watched it the other day. They want to tell their stories. Uh, if I compile all those letters and emails, I mean, you know, I wouldn't even have time to, to work every day because uh, there's so much information. You obviously work for NC State. You're still really connected to the school. When you see this group, this team, the current team playing the way that they are, that has to warm you a little bit, especially considering where the, the program has been recently. Well, uh, Coach Keats and this group has done a tremendous job of turning things around. Uh, they have leadership. They have spirit. Um, you know, winning is contagious, and uh, they found a way to do that. 
And, uh, hey, they can go as far as they want to go. I mean, they can beat anybody. I watch a lot of basketball all night, West Coast, Big 12, Big 10. I watch them all. And um, we're, we're capable of beating anybody. It's just very similar to our team is that we played in the number one conference in the country back then, and we feel like there's nobody else we can, we can beat across the country. And I think they should feel the same, that uh, they, they have the chemistry and they have the pieces to go as far as they want to go. Houston's number one. Would you love to see NC State in Houston on the 40th anniversary? Oh, play ab- together in the NCAA oh, tournament? Oh, absolutely. That would be, uh, that would be unbelievable. Uh, Kelvin Sampson has a really good team. Yeah. Uh, the only weakness is they, they, have, they struggle scoring, but they're a tremendous defensive team. They take on the personality of their coach. It's a very tough guy. Their team is tough. They got a chance to get there. You know what? With the, with the right uh, matchups with us, we got a chance to get there too. So it's just, everything is about belief, right? And, um, and you got to believe it and, and approach one game at a time and uh, see what happens. That's Derek Wittenberg, 1983. They're getting honored tonight. NC State, Wake Forest, 9 o'clock, PNC Arena.